This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I did have a career-altering trade, almost a career-altering trade, and it was about two years ago. I was actually traded to the Detroit Lions, and I called up, and I got the phone call, and this was, I was contemplating if I should retire or not about two years ago, and I was like, you just traded me to the Lions. I go, oh, I'm retired. Like, I don't know how that trade can go through, and then two days later, the trade never went through. Can you believe that? Yeah. Wow. 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 They're going to trade yeah. you? That's yeah, crazy. I got traded. I what told that story wrong? before last I never year. Heard that. Yeah, and I, then I was like, oh, no, I'm retired. How can you trade me? And I stayed on the Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) There he is, Rob Gronkowski on Fox Sports. Unbelievable. Uh, Now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Joining us now, uh, of course, the one and only. I love having him on. He's one of my favorites to have on. Uh, He is Radio.com Sports NFL insider Michael Lombardi. You can listen to him uh, and his podcast, The GM Shuffle, available on Radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Insider calls are brought to you by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. Michael, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. No, anytime, guys. Appreciate you having me. All right, so your thoughts on Tampa Bay, Gronkowski, Brady, and how this lines them up uh, in the NFC right now. Well, I mean, look, if it was 2015, this would be unbelievable, right? This would be tremendous, but it's 2020. Can I ask you a question? When's the last time Rob Gronkowski played in 16 games? Oh, it's been a while. He's always He's been hurt for quite a while with that back. 2000, the yep. answer is 2011. Hmm. And, you know, in 2018, the last time he played, he was more of a blocking tight end than a receiving tight end. His legs had kind of gone on him a little bit. Had a hard time in the opening game of the 18th season getting away from Eric Berry. That was a real problem. As the year went on, he got stronger. The Patriots became a run team, if you remember. They ran the ball with yeah. Sonny Michelle, Rex Burkhead. I mean, Brady made a few passes. Edelman's the MVP of the Super Bowl. So, takes the year off. Maybe he's invigorated. Maybe he's back. But I know this about football. Your lower body's got to carry, and you lose your legs, it's hard to get them back. It's hard to have that burst. I hope Rob does. I think he's a tremendous human being. One of the greatest tight ends I've ever watched. Practice and play. But for, it's going to be a challenge. And then, of course, you look at Tom, and Tom's, you know, Tom's not 35. Tom's 42, and it's going to take everything he has. If you look at the last – if you look at his track, his yards per attempt the last two years, they have steadily declined. So, you know, this all sounds great on paper, but paper's never won anything. Just ask the Browns. No, and you can go back to the Philadelphia Eagles when they so-called had the dream team. Yeah, you're right. But, but I also like their head coach in Bruce Aarons how he's able to adjust to certain players that he that he often gets. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he will. And I, Look, I think Tom's one of the greatest players of all time. And, you know, Tom will walk in there and, and do a good job. But I think it's going to take just more than that. You know, last year defensively, 
you know, I thought Todd Bowles did a great job, but there was a lot of holes with their football team that they kind of covered up. And when you look at it and you go through where they are and what they're trying to – it's going to be hard. I think New Orleans is still a really good football team, and they're going to have to beat them. And, you know, whether Atlanta can come back or not, I, I never really know about Atlanta. they got all these first-round picks on offense. I, I never think they're very talented as a team other than Julio and some other mm-hmm. guys. So, And where are they defensively? You know, look, I think on paper everybody's talking about the Bucks. I got to see it yeah. before I believe it. Yeah, I'm, and I'm I'm one of the few guys that really would love for the Green Bay Packers to put together some kind of trade to get O.J. Howard. But my question is, if it's one guy I want the Packers to move up and get, if they go from 30 to 15 to 12, I don't know. It's a kid, Kenneth Murray, the middle linebacker, the linebacker from Oklahoma. Man, that guy's a real player. You can put him in there for the next decade. Yeah, I mean, look, between him and Patrick Queen, Queen, there's a debate who's the better guy. Some people right. like Murray better. Some people like Queen better. We'll see what happens when they come play. But certainly, you know, the Packers, I mean, the Packers are a funny team. They won 13 games, you know, and they've got Aaron Rodgers. But Rodgers' numbers have trended down the last two years. You know, it's easy to say they have Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, he's not the Aaron Rodgers he was a few years ago where he was averaging almost nine yards of pass attempt. You know, this for a team that has 13 wins, they've got a lot of holes. They've got to fix some things on their football team. And, and I think it's going to be – this is a huge draft for them to do it. They're going to have to come out and be able to solidify their defense, get themselves another weapon, get a tight end that they think can help them. I mean, I'm with, they need things to really help them. And, and, I, and I think for a 13th win, it's more than just one guy here. Michael, how does this – I don't know, help or hurt some of these teams that are out there that are trying to draft. I mean, you, you hear from a lot of people that maybe the owners is making a call and not the GM is making a call. If you're looking at the Green Bay Packers, maybe some people think that Murphy is making a call and, and not Brian Goodenkoos. If, if that's the case, how do they make that happen when they're not in the same room together? Well, I think that's really going to be exposure, right? The, the, the NFL invented, invented the word before Oliver North did called plausible deniability. <laughs> the league has always had people making decisions behind the scenes, right, that nobody's really talked about, you know. Now, look, I don't think Mark Murphy's out there scouting, but I think Gutekus is going to have to go by and say, hey, here's what we want to do and here's why we want to do it, you know. And, and everything that goes on in Green Bay has to get run by Mark Murphy. I mean, look, the way they – look, just you don't have to look further than how he changed the structure that goes back to Vince Lombardi, you know. He's the first president – since Lombardi took over the team in 59 that has this much authority. You know, he's, you know, usually they gave it to the general manager and the head coach coached the team. This is the first time everybody reports to the president. So, you know, with that being said, you can't hide the fact that he's going to stamp on things. He could say he's not, but why would you set it up that way if that's not the case? And I think you're going to see this in a lot of cities. Look, the, the Cowboys make no bones about it. Jerry is going to make the pick. Now, he's going to listen to Will Hill. He's going to listen to his coach. But he's making the pick. They make no bones about it. There's a lot of other cities that the owner wants to be involved with the picks. And, you know, now that they're all in different rooms, you know, it's even it's going to have to come out. And plausible deniability might be harder than ever. Yeah, I want to get more to should, when do uh, teams need to start getting these quarterbacks um, because I think for the most part, if it's, if it's a run on tackles, then the receivers, you know, some of these re- receivers start to fall, you don't know. And then some of these quarterbacks, you never know, is sitting there. When does a, t- a team really need to determine, when do I get a quarterback to start developing him? 
do you base that off of your, your starter or your your current guy his contract or what do you think because uh, you would think that Tua would be a great for Detroit at like number three but they may get Simmons you never know when do you think it's a good idea to get a quarterback I don't think they'll take Simmons. I think the reality here is, is, is look, I, I think Detroit's in win mode now. I don't disagree with you. I, I don't think Tua is going to be worth the third pick in the draft. you got a guy who's six feet tall, has injury problems, never run a 40. He's played 32 college games, has been hurt quite a bit. That doesn't sound like the third pick in the draft to me. That doesn't sound like the third pick in the draft to a lot of NFL teams. I think if you're Brian Gutekest and you're sitting there and you've got Aaron Rodgers still playing well, maybe not to the level that he needs to play, then I think this is the perfect time to find somebody to play behind him. I think this would be, and he's even quoted, and I'll read the quote. He said, if there's a quarterback we think can play who's a starter in the league, we'll never pass that up. That's everything I've been taught, and I think that's a good philosophy. So if he's sitting down there where he's picking, you know, and he has a chance at 30 to get Jordan Love, which he won't. Jordan Love will be gone before that. You know, then you might want to consider doing that. But I think you've got to be really evaluate every single quarterback in the draft every single year because the Packers, going back to Wolf, have had tremendous success. You know, they picked Brunel in the in the fifth round. They picked Matt Hasselback. You know, they made they made themselves a really good franchise by doing that. Yeah, and I also think if you look at where the Packers are at 30, I mean, what are the possibilities? If receiver is their target, maybe they can find a guy, move back and find a guy in the second round. Maybe they get the same guy at 30. What are the possibilities of that happening? Well, I think, you know, when you look at the people they've talked to, and this is just from talking to people in the league, they've spent a lot of time with Denzel Mims. Do I think he'll be there at 30? I think Denzel Mims is a guy who's going to go somewhere between 25 and 35. You know, and I think he would fit what Green Bay needs to do. You know, he can, he's a vertical outside receiver. But I think when you're sitting down there at 30, I don't think you can be – you've got to take the best player that you feel like can help you. You get the fifth year on the contract, which sometimes is a benefit, sometimes it's not. You've got to really be able – somebody's got to want to trade into 32. Usually teams trade back into the first round to get ahead of somebody else on the receivers. And I think if you want a receiver – at 30, you probably are better off taking them because by the time you get to pick again, you're going to have less guys to pick at. Mm-hmm. Talk- yeah, I wonder if you think uh, – go ahead and recess, Steve. That's all right. Talking with uh, Radio.com Sports NFL insider Michael Lombardi, former uh, GM brought to you by Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. Do you think uh, the Packers should maybe look into doing some extensions in this offseason to get some more cap space just in case they need to do some one-year deals in the summer? You know, the one-year, $5 million deal, they even talk about bringing back uh, Tremont Williams if the draft don't go is right, you know. So do you think, like, Batiari, Aaron Jones, you know, a, a few other guys we were talking about may get an extension. Do teams normally do extensions in the off season, or do they like to wait right before the season? No, I think they. I think it would be smart to do it now. Look, I think a lot of teams are thinking about their cap in 2021. Let's take the Chargers right. for example. Got the sixth pick in the draft. They got Hunter Henry up next year. They've got Joey Bosa up next year. They got Melvin Ingram up next year, and they've oh. got Keenan Allen up next year. They're going to have to get some things done. You know, the best time to sign a guy. Aaron Jones would be good to extend him. Batakari is a good guy to extend. And any of your young players that you feel like you could extend, you need to do it. Michael, what's your thoughts on the kid out of uh, Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor? I mean, a lot of a lot of people have him maybe like the third or fourth best running back uh, in this year's draft. What's your thoughts on him? 
Well, I mean, I think he's a good player. He's from Salem here, and he's a state champion in the 100 meters. I mean, he's an explosive big guy. I think a lot of this is when you're evaluating running backs if for the National Football League, it really comes down to block, catch, run. Back in the old days, in the 80s, it was, it was run, block, catch. Not anymore. You've got to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. You've got to be able to make plays out of the backfield. If you yep. can do that, that enhances your game. And I think that's what Jonathan Taylor has to prove to people, that he can be effective in the passing game, not just catching screens, not just catching flats, but really having a passing tree within the game. You know, you've been right on it. In 14, there really has won 13 to 14 games. It feels like they have a lot of needs. I mean, if you look at Ricky Wagner, get over from Detroit at right tackle, I mean, that that's most certainly a spot that they could bolster up as well in this year's draft. No doubt. I mean, look, Ricky Wagner's a stopgap guy. They've got to fix it. Look, there was a lot of close games last year. They were fortunate to win them. The ball kind of bounced right. I think this is a big draft for Brian. Even though he's down at the bottom of the round, he's got to fix some holes. There's no doubt. San Francisco is looking to trade both of their picks. Is that smoke screen or is that true? No, I reported that. I mean, look, they'll, they'll definitely trade down. They'll definitely trade Quan Alexander. They'll trade D4. They're trying to get their cap in shape because the biggest problem they're having right now is, is that they have extended themselves so much. Next year, their cap, the number one player on their cap will be Garoppolo. Number two will be D4. Number three will be Quan Alexander. I think they want to get their cap in shape. What about the uh, rumor out there about the Miami Dolphins trying to get up to three to possibly take an offensive tackle? I, I put that one out there, too. I think that's completely true. You know, I think everybody thinks they want the quarterback. As I've said about Tua, there's a lot of concerns. You know, the fans have a perception of Tua. I think in the National Football League, there's a little bit different. There's a lot of people that like him, but there's also people that are concerned. I think when you look at that deal, uh, I think they want to get the best tackle. I think they're going to draft Jordan Love at some point in the middle of the first round. What about the Lions? That's a team we had a guy on yesterday, Jeff Rieger, from the ticket in Detroit, and he said the fans in Detroit want Tua, even though they know they probably won't end up with them. The consensus seems to be they're going to go cornerback in the first round. Yeah, well, I think it's either going to be corner or Derek Brown. I think the smart play would be to take the defensive lineman, Derek Brown. They can't penetrate the, the defensive line. They can't get into the opponent's backfield. Everything they do is bad. They've got to be able to, <laughs> to make some negative plays. They've got to be able to rush the passer. You're not going to do that with adding a corner. He is Michael Lombardi. He joins us uh, every now and again, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider. And don't forget, you better, you bet, countdown to the draft coming up tonight, starting at 6 o'clock on the fan. He and all the other insiders on the show have been on the show for the last week and a half or so. Michael, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Michael, brother. You betcha. That was Radio.com Sports NFL Insider Michael Lombardi, uh, brought to you by the Dell Technologies Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. Make sure to listen to Michael Lombardi on his podcast, The GM Shuffle, available on Radio.com or wherever you get your podcast. It's more of the NFL Draft content you need right now. Again, The GM Shuffle, always, always entertaining uh, with the Michael Lombardi. All right, up next... Uh, I think this is going one way. Gary seems to tell me that it's going to go and it's going to be split. So we'll see. How does the Packers offense match up against the Buccaneers offense in your mind? Which one is better? Is that the best way to put it? Right, Gary? That's the best way to put it. All right. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.